some new wrinkle we are doomed to repeat fugitives at the bedroom door Welcome to the July 9th edition of Liberation Station. I'm your host, Chris Steiner, and we have in the studio Dennis with us, just joining us as a guest to, uh, as a very erudite guest to add his commentary. How are you doing, Dennis? Pretty good. I was actually up in New England recently visiting family and friends and uh, trying to help them get a little better understanding, and I'll tell you, it's hard work. Well, that's a great place to focus. Welcome back from your vacation. Thanks. And, uh, and uh, we're glad to have you back. And um, the, Liber- the uh, Liberation Station call-in line here in Pinellas County is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Toll-free, 866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. And the website is liberationstation.weebly.com liberationstation.weebly.com and Weebly is spelled W-E-E-B as in ball L-Y. This evening we have joining us Dr. Gwen Scott, ND, naturopathic doctor, and we'll be discussing chemtrails, uh, things like detoxification and recovery, uh, and how it relates to diseases like Morgellons, global warming, global dimming, uh, the environment, and uh, the ecology in general. You may know Dr. Scott best from CNN, where she anchored the International Hour. During a lengthy career in broadcast journalism, she began to study natural medicine. Dr. Scott's passion for natural medicine began in a very personal way. In her 20s, she was extremely ill. After seven surgeries and many drugs, she was still still failing. A friend offered to take her to see Chief Two Trees, the head of medicine man of the Cherokee people. Three months later, Dr. Scott was completely well with the use of natural herbs, diet, and supplements. Since that time, Dr. Scott has been dedicated to learning all she can about natural medicine, both formally and informally. Dr. Scott has studied with Dr. Deepak Chopra, the prominent alternative medicine practitioner who teaches whole body health with Eastern Indian medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and with traditional healers in the Spanish and Native American communities. In 2002, Dr. Scott was awarded her degree as a naturopathic doctor from Clayton College of Natural Health in Birmingham, Alabama. Dr. Scott, welcome to Liberation Station. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you uh, joining us on the important issue. Um, I think we want to get started talking about uh, 
The problem, uh, and then we can get into solutions, uh, but the problem um, with chemtrails and the uh, pollution, uh, the, the spraying of our skies and pollution in general, where, um, when did you start becoming aware of this problem? Well, um, before we start, if, if I may, uh, we want to include African-American healers in that list because I've learned a great deal uh, of good, wonderful, you know, grassroots medicine from that community as well. Um, I started actually really seriously. I, I, you know, it's a little confusing because I started before it had a name, working on body and knowing something was wrong. But in terms of really knowing about chemtrails and working with Clifford Carnicom, who um, I guess is acknowledged as the lead independent research scientist looking at chemtrails, that was about 10 years ago. And uh, we just, uh, you couldn't help but miss it. Uh, when you live in an area where there's very few humans and almost no um, industry and your skies are absolutely pristine, um, deep azure blue, um, that kind of thing, and hundreds of stars at night, when these jets began to come over and leave these huge plumes, and by mid-afternoon you couldn't see anything, it got your attention. And that was about 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> I had no idea what it was and what was going on. Uh, a neighbor put me in touch with uh, Clifford Carnicom, who had already started air sampling and looking at it from a very scientific standpoint of what he was getting out of the air. And that was the beginning of this journey. Yeah, and your appearance in uh, in aerosol crimes by Clifford Carnicom, uh, very impressive. Um, and you live, you live on a uh, on a pueblo reservation in uh, in New Mexico. I do, and um, it's 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 a blessing. It's one of the few places that Indian people own the land, but they allow a non-Indian people uh, to be here, um, and so it's again away from industry away from city away from all the things that we consider pollutant um and it's it's very or it was <laughs> very pristine um and so i guess i was placed in this space uh so that i couldn't miss it now i used to live back east in a lot of big cities and i really believe chris that that a lot of what we're looking at now um <clears throat> may have started a while back even as far back as post-World War II, um, <clears throat> experimentally, um, occasionally maybe over big cities where it would be maybe disguised as pollutant, um, <clears throat> but there was no missing it here. There was just no missing it. Um, so I, I, as a health person, knowing that anything you breathe in is systemic system-wide to your body in less than a minute, I understood immediately, uh-oh, this is really critical because what are they spraying? What is it? And what are people now breathing in? Um, that was my first question. Mm -hmm. And the first answers were heavy metals, aluminum, barium for sure, both of which uh, have huge health consequences. Now, you have to remember these are very small particulates. So they enter the lungs and enter the bloodstream very easily. And aluminum um, is closely associated with dementia 
and we are seeing a skyrocketing of Alzheimer's. And when they do um, uh, post-mortem on Alzheimer's, huge amounts of aluminum are always present in the brain, as well as fluoride. The other um, contingent that we knew about was barium. And barium has many, many, many tentacles. Number one, it's a carcinogenic. That's established. Number two, it kicks all the potassium out of your system. Number three, it is a cough suppressant. And they learned that by sending, of course, the Native Americans into the barium mines, and they coughed like crazy for the first couple of weeks, and then they stopped, completely stopped coughing. And they should have continued, obviously, this foreign matter coming in. And they learned that barium is a very powerful cough suppressant. It also, according to, believe it or not, NIH, the National Institutes of Health in Washington, uh, pierces the myelin sheath around the nerves. So this is potentially, they linked it, they linked it to uh, MS uh, and other neurological ALS and things like that. Uh, So barium is something that's really toxic to the human system. So at the beginning, we knew of at least that, but since then, of course, a lot of revelation. So these are things that are actually found in the chemtrails, and uh, I wanted to yes. ask you more about that, but first, I, I've, uh, I'm i sorry, I forgot, we need to mention your website, uh, that would be Gwen Scott, N-D-G-W-E-N, Scott, C. Pardon me, S C O T T N D, as in naturopathic doctor.com. Well, we can talk about that later. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess so what. Yeah, I wanted Um, people to know that you have your DVD. What we're talking about now is really, Chris, Mm -hmm. um, we're looking at the transmutation of all life on this planet. And, you know, you mentioned in your very kind introduction that I spent many years as a journalist, and I did. And I've said this to many, many people. There is no bigger story in all of recorded human history. And we get all caught up with the politic in Washington and the money situation and the this and the that and the GMO foods. All of that's important, but nothing tops this. Because the contingents in this spray are literally transmutating all life on our planet. Humans, yes, for sure, but we have to remember all of the living creatures are also absorbing and breathing. Uh, the trees, the plants, there's so much evidence now, scientific, that this, all of these, and we haven't gotten into, we just talked about the heavy metals, but there are more components, are getting it systemically into our everything on the planet. Well, what, is, what are these components? Life. Pardon? What are these components and well, what kind we have of a heavy mechanism? Metals. Uh, there is strontium in there, but mostly aluminum and barium are the biggest concerns. We have uh, a polymer that I think, after all this time, uh, has been identified. It has not been scientifically proven, but it certainly matches with a lot of uh, studies by microbiologists after the first Gulf War, uh, when they were looking at the Gulf War vets and Gulf War syndrome, and they noticed that there was an extremely high level of a polymer in their blood, uh, blood samples, and it's called squalene, and it's a, what's called an organic polymer. <clears throat> it has more than I can even name 
uh, detrimental side effects on the human body. And sad to say, uh, this 300 million whatever stockpiled uh, inoculation program for the swine flu, squalene is a, a component in all of those. Um, so that's a big, big concern. We have these fibers that we now know are a pseudo life form. They are animated. They seem to have a low level of intelligence. They've been collected environmentally, but when you were talking about Morgellons disease, this is what we're seeing. We see sores and then these strange and unusual fibers coming out of people. And believe me, they're strange. I've, I've, if you look at some of the videos online and some of the video hosting sites like YouTube, you'll see a lot of these creepy-looking... Um, I don't know how to describe them. Perhaps you could uh, do a better job other than uh, science fiction. I don't know how to maybe some B science fiction movie. I don't know how I would uh, otherwise describe them. They're, they're, they're just... Be right on, Chris. It is B science fiction. Um, what we know scientifically <clears throat> is that they are, their bodies are a polymer and probably this squalene, uh, which, by the way, can be time-released. Their bodies have an internal filament down the center. And what we have seen through seven to 10,000 X magnification is all kinds of biological, none of which looks to be natural. All of it looks to be engineered in some form. We're looking at bacterium. We're looking at mycoplasmas. We're looking at fungus, all kinds of altered uh, pathogens. So that's a huge concern because it looks like these guys are delivery systems. We do know these fibers are magnetic, interestingly enough. They have a magnetic quality to them. Um, they do have a, a low-level intelligence. They have a herd mentality. In other words, when one of them starts to go, they all you know, kind of seem to go in the same direction, either toward something they resonate with or away from something they don't like. They don't seem to like um, red laser light that you would use, you know, the pointers. Oh, interesting. That you would use to, yeah, they don't like that. Are there any types of light that uh, maybe, how, do you know how they respond to ultraviolet light or any other color of laser light? Well, you can see black light will light them up like a Christmas tree. Um, what they respond positively toward what they will run toward, like it's their long-lost friend, is, is the purple grape. <laughs> and I didn't understand that for quite a while until I had one of the... I'm blessed, Chris, to work with many brilliant minds and, and beautiful spirits. And this gentleman is a triple uh, PhD, so I call him Triple D. He prefers his name not to be tossed about out there. And he broke it out, and it's a frequency. And frequency is a difficult... Uh, concept to get around and until you begin to study it and then it makes perfect sense but everything on this planet vibrates or resonates at a certain frequency mm. and the old Hahnemann homeopathic like to like well as it turns out the purple grape and we're talking organic we're not talking the you know denurtured pitiful thing that you would get in the conventional grape juice but organic grape uh, in wine or grape juice has the same frequency. So I, we're assuming that they think, ah, family. 
and they run toward it, and it's become a therapy, which we can talk about later. So these fibers are quite sci-fi, as you pointed out, very unusual. Uh, Dr. Michael Castle, who's one of my closest associates in this, he's a chemical engineer, uh, calls them pseudo-life forms, mm. meaning they, they animate, they look a bit like life, but they're not life like you and I know it. So they're created. And you say that they, they swarm together. What do they, they do? do. They, they herd. They herd. Uh, mm-hmm. what Just do they... like a uh, herd of buffalo or sheep. Or... Well, uh, the way people can really see this, it's kind of interesting, uh, the genesis of this, but without boring everybody to death, let me just tell them the quick thing they can do if they're interested. Uh, and I, I will say, uh, conventional grape juice does not work. It's so denurtured, and they have so many additives in it that it's, it, it has no, no value. But um, right now, now that could change tomorrow, Knudsen, which is an organic uh, juice company, has uh, a grape juice called Just Concord. And what people can do if they're interested in seeing is you buy some of that and you swish like you're doing mouthwash very vigorously and you spit into a white receptacle. If your sink is white, that'll work. If it's stainless steel, it won't. Um, If you have a stainless steel or marble or whatever, spit into a white bowl and you vigorously swish it mm, 10, 15 seconds and spit. You may see nothing on that first application. But if you keep it up eight, ten times, by the fourth or fifth swish, you are likely to see what is being called those fibers coming out of your mouth into the bowl, into the sink. Uh, And then if you continue that, what starts as a sort of a test, if you continue what becomes then therapy, you will begin to offload huge amounts of those. Now, different people with varying degrees. The only exception would be is if you've had your teeth extracted. There would be no avenue, um, and, well, and that wouldn't work. But as long as you have your teeth... Or some you of your teeth, then you'd be able to do this? You would be able to do that. Another thing that people can do if they can find access to a black light is kind of fascinating. Uh, our pupils are now luminescent which is not natural in the human being. And if you, you get under a black light, you can see that. And that's the incorporation of this very unusual polymer called squalene. Since when did you first start noticing this, that uh, our pupils well, are iridescent? Well, in stages, Chris. Um, started out with just, with Clifford Carnicom just grabbing air sample. And then I had started already because I felt something was wrong inside of me, trying all different kinds of therapies, herbs, supplements, diet, you know, everything. And for every one remedy I present, there's 20 behind it that either were ineffectual or dangerous or whatever. Um, and I finally forced some of these guys out of me. Uh, not a pleasant experience, may I say. But then Clifford Carnicom could take it, and by the way, his website is important, and that is Carnicom. C-A-R-N-I-C-O-M, Carnicom.com, because his work goes all the way back, and, and he's a brilliant scientist. It goes all the way back 
on live thousands of pages of all of the scientific findings. And it's very important, I think, that uh, people are grounded in some science here because there's so much speculation and so much emotion around this. Uh, and, uh, you know, well, you know. Um, yes, yeah, so many unknown causes of diseases. And, and yes. uh, well, Dr. Scott, what are some of the other diseases that uh, people are experiencing as a result of these chemtrails and these uh, um, these aerosols, these uh, ionizing uh, metal salts? Well, let me start here. N- number one now, according to the World Health Organization, which is essentially an oxymoron, but let's say they're there, uh, lung cancer is the number one killer of human beings now worldwide. It overtook heart disease. Now, you have to ask yourself, how's that happening? I mean, the use of tobacco has declined dramatically. And yet now we're told that lung cancer is the number one reason that people leave the planet. Well, that's curious. It's astonishing. And, uh, yes, it is. And it, what, what is our atmosphere? of American children, 70%. This was recently reported on NPR, which are mainstream and whatever. 70% of American children are now asthmatic, meaning they don't breathe very well. Wow. So as you would expect, the respiratory system would be impacted first, breathing it in. We see esophageal cancer through the roof, um, all kinds of respiratory sinus infections, on and on. But that's just the beginning, because when you begin to bring these materials into the bloodstream, and remember, they're very, very, very small particulates. They can go right through lung tissue, right into your blood. As we mentioned earlier, aluminum and its association with Alzheimer's and dementia, barium and all of its carcinogenic and all of its attending problems. Then we see these fibers fully loaded, fully loaded with all kinds of um, bizarre sci-fi, as you would say, uh, pathogen. We also have a fungus that seems very aggressive. I work with a, a research doctor that has <clears throat> access to an atomic microscope, and he was able to watch this fungus uh, in live blood sample, live bloodstream, and he said it's astounding. They collect the metals, the aluminum, and use them like swords to stab the immune responders. You mean the the white blood cells, the... The T cells, uh, the, the, you know, uh, all of the different immune responders that would come um, when they sensed an, uh, something not right, an invasion of some sort. Um, they actually have, they use these metals as weapon. <clears throat> so it's really bizarre, and uh, it gets more sci-fi as I look into it. The more research that's brought to me, it's almost uh, unimaginable, this syndrome. And I I always um, try to impress upon people, this is not a disease. That's a red herring, Morgellons disease. No, we have a syndrome here impacting every system in the body. And to continue to answer your question, even the National Institutes of Health published a paper called Barium Intoxication and directly related it to MS. 
multiple sclerosis because of the comp the barium compromising the myelin sheath which is sort of and if you don't know that just look at a wire in your home and there's going to be lots of little filaments inside there's going to be an outer casing that covers those internal wires well that's what your myelin sheath is in your nervous system and what barium does is poke holes in it so you get misfires you get a nervous system that can't fire correctly that is not protected hence you have ALS, MS and Parkinson's things like that the more I look at it um, the more disease I see related fibromyalgia they say well we don't know the cause of that I think I do and I think all of this uh, is coming in but do I think that it only started with the chemtrails no I do not the more I look at this I think inoculation back even to post-world war two would be part and parcel of this syndrome uh, these inoculations, well, because perhaps they had things in them that we yeah. were not told about. Yeah. And I think what they've done is, uh, <clears throat> it's interesting, I was talking to Joyce Riley pretty extensively about this, and she's one of the well-known Gulf War Syndrome spokespeople because she went there and suffered from it. And as you know, has her own radio program and talks about it a lot. And many of what the syndrome we're looking at now were very familiar to her. Oh, yeah, I remember these guys. They had big sores with these weird fibers coming out. So I think what we've seen is a continual refinement. But we may be looking at just a, a more advanced Gulf War syndrome when we talk about Morgellons. But I think some of the components could go all the way back, yes and have been introduced back um, post-World War II in inoculation. And such as the, the squalene you mentioned that uh, also causes the autoimmune problems that you're talking about. Huge. And, Huge. Uh, and that's in a lot of the Gulf War veterans, and it's, it's yes. and that was in the, the anthrax vaccinations and other vaccinations that they had gotten. Yes. A so-called anthrax vaccination, I should call say that. Yeah. So, um, and Dr. Well, what was interesting about that, Chris, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, I think this is really a salient point, is that when they looked at these people, it didn't matter whether they were deployed to theater or not. And that's very important because all of the focus was, what happened to them over there? Was it depleted uranium, blah, blah, blah? What happened over there? Or was it the weapons depot at Camasilla being right, blown up? Right, and, right. You know, that but was when also you a look statistically, whether they were deployed or not, statistically, it didn't matter. So that leads you back to the inoculation and all of that. And that would um, make one wonder if, if uh, the government is experimenting on them or uh, trying something that really isn't totally proven. And uh, I know you know about a Title 50 of the U.S. Code that uh, Dr. I mean that uh, Joyce Riley's mentioned on her show on the Power Hour. Um, the website is thepowerhour.com, and and the site for supporting the show, buying one of all their uh, great products at great values, is uh, the thepowermall.com. I'm a frequent customer of theirs, but uh, she made me aware um, of Title 50 of the U.S. Code, uh, which. Uh, under Section 1520A, entitled Restrictions on Use of Human Subjects for Testing of Chemical or Biological Agents, 
it uh, if you read it, it says that uh, the Secretary of Defense can uh, test uh, use the the armed forces as test subjects and can actually test the the civilian population as well. Yeah. So uh, this is encoded in our own law, and uh, if anybody wants to double-check that, that's Title 50 of the U.S. Code, Section 1520, entitled Restrictions on Use of Human Subjects for Testing of Chemical or Biological Agents. But there really are no restrictions. It's, uh, it's essentially saying that if they feel it's a... It's a free pass. Yeah, yeah, just for the sake of uh, experimentation, the greater good of mankind, supposedly. Actually... Uh, Ever. <laughs> I, yeah, I just want to inter interject here. I have a quick question. How do we? Is that law or just a code, or is it now considered interchangeable as code equals law? I mean, is it actually law? As I thought, in order for this to become a full law, this would have to go through the Congress. But it seems well, like yeah, that so it bypasses it. It was passed. Oh, it's it was. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a bill anymore, so it's been encoded, and I think they changed it, uh, made little tweaks to it to make it seem like it, it's less innocuous in recent years, but. It's uh, had no. There's uh, been no change, and it's that uh, Title Fifty, Chapter Thirty Two, Section Fifteen Twenty A. Just for everyone's information. Actually, hey Chris, speaking of law. Hey Dennis, speaking mm -hmm. of law. Look at this food. They talk about an oxymoron. Codex food Safety Act. Oh. That that's kicking around as we speak where they want to mandate that all of our food, whether it's organic or not, must be radiated, irradiated, pick your word, which oh. destroys all of its nutritional value. So they murder us by murdering our food. Yes. Mm -hmm. Breaks and, down uh, all the There's all another the law apparently being kicked around as we speak. Our current president is working real fast on this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that GMO foods must be fed to all animals that we consume. Oh, wonderful. Right. And apparently two or three days ago, and, I, and, I, and you and I, Chris, have talked about I live on an Indian Pueblo. I'm, I'm fairly without technology and information, but people do give it to me. Uh, the President Obama gave a speech saying GMO foods were going to save the small farmer and we need to embrace them, blah, 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 blah. Even though we know when animals are fed these foods, they die. If they choose to eat them in the first place, but when right. they, they do, force well, if they're fed. given a choice, they never do. <laughs> That's ever. right. And, they and won't go near them. Exactly. But if they have no other food and they're starving, they will, and then they die anyway. Uh, pancreatitis is a big uh, flag there <clears throat> in humans as well. And of course, they don't. There is no law. They do not have to label. GMO foods um, for people, but we need, uh, folks need to wake up because these things are just being shoved through, and now I'm told they're trying to legalize uh, Bridget Conroy, uh, the beautiful spirit that set up ArizonaSkyWatch.com, tells me they're, they're working on legalizing chemtrails um, as if it's something that's good for us to mitigate global warming and help us modify our weather. Yes, that's as you're mentioning. That's exactly what Obama just uh, is trying to normalize by proposing that 
uh, well, if we do try to control global warming by spraying these aerosols in the sky, well, it's been going on. Of course, normally uh, it's already been going on, as you know, since around 95 yeah. or 96. Now, um, you uh, you mentioned uh, the Obama. I'd, I'd never heard that he wanted to. I have to I'm trying to find this article about how he wants to uh, force feed all GMO to the livestock. Uh, and it uh, reminds me of how he picked um, the uh, – uh, he, he picked um, oh, Governor Vilsack, uh, as a, who was a Monsanto uh, lobbyist before for in his cabinet. So it's, it's really not a surprise he's still no, we No, we just can't look to those guys anymore. Um, the sad fact is that our system of government has crashed and burned, uh, truthfully. I don't think we can look to our representatives, our president, uh, certainly not the Supreme Court, any of the systems of checks and balances. It's all been hijacked, and actually President Eisenhower, way back in the 50s, was warning us loudly. Nobody listened. He said when the Pentagon, the military, hooks up with the industrial complex, democracy is finished. And he didn't seem to get many people listening, I'm not sure they still are, but uh, that is essentially the demise of the beautiful democratic process, and I'm sure there are people who could take great exception to that, and yes, I know the system was flawed, but now we're looking at just a wide open grab, and there is nobody, it's the fox watch in the hen house, so people need to kind of stop, uh, in my opinion, abdicating, always abdicating. To, to someone else to fix it, to someone else to do something about it, and begin to take control uh, in their own lives and, and become a voice. And the, the military-industrial complex, uh, who are they making war on? They're making war on all life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, remember, too, what happened to President John F. Kennedy for going up against that batch there you of go. people. Yeah, I, I was right. listening to another radio program recently, and it turns out that uh, JFK was actually getting together with uh, Khrushchev. And yes, he was trying to go against the Federal Reserve, but what he was also doing at the time was he was trying to. Um, even Khrushchev wanted to end the Cold War, and they were looking for some means to do that. And they were they were about to use the joint ventures of the space mission to try and bring in some detente, as it were, at the time. And. Uh, I guess we know what the industrial complex thought of that. <laughs> well, also, uh, Dennis, at the same time, they were trying to, he and his brother Bobby, mm-hmm. were trying to dismantle the CIA, the FBI. I mean, they were on sacred ground, and um, well, we know where they are now. Oh, Hopefully yeah. In a better place. But, um, yeah, the, the, this, these thugs, may I say, mm-hmm. have been around for a long time. But now, unfortunately, they have the technology uh, to deliver the kind of, well, what we're talking about, the chemtrails into everyone's air supply. And that's a huge, huge thing. Mm. Actually, yeah. I had, I had Beyond all this other shenanigan, mm-hmm. that is the coup de grace, so to speak. Dr. Scott, before we go too far, I wanted to ask you a question I was trying to ask it earlier. Um, regarding using the grapes, uh, the, yes. the purple grapes, is, and I noticed I was reading your, uh, Chris had brought up your website information here. Is there a difference between using a concentrate from which they would get these, this organic grape juice? Because that seems to be the only thing we can find in our area. 
It, it's yeah. organic, but it's a concentrate. Does that make a difference? It's just weaker. That means they reconstituted it with water, mm-hmm. and that's just weaker. Um, but hey, you know, grab what you can. <laughs> and do you think it makes a difference? I noticed uh, a lot of the people in Europe tend to drink a lot more wine than we do yes. here in the states. And yes, and, and you want organic, obviously, mm-hmm. red only because it is in the skin of the grape uh, where the medicine is, and they've kind of diverted us with the resveratrol and. They have capsules in the health store, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But it's it's actually a frequency issue, and it needs to be red. Right. White grape juice, white wine do not work and do not draw these things out of the system. Now, all of the many folks I'm working with find that drinking copious amounts, as much as you can, of organic purple grape juice makes them feel so much better and I think I understand it I I think what it's doing is pulling because there's this notion Chris and this is this sort of the divide and conquer uh, strategy they've used all along that there are these Morgellon sufferers and then the rest of everybody else is fine well we know that's not true because Clifford Carnicom took enough blood sample to statistically push it out to every living human on this planet beyond. And I've had that confirmed to me from a number of scientists. So you're finding this in everybody, pretty much. It is in everybody. However, the mystery is, why do some people present these sores and fibers and others don't? Um, And that's being kicked all around the block. You know, some people say, well... Those people have very strong immune systems, and this is this doesn't belong in us, so their immune system is doing its job. Other people say the opposite. Their immune system is depressed. Whatever. There are all these reasons as to why some and some. It might be counting them out, too. How fully loaded are you? You know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, be that as it may, we have to understand that it is a universal condition, number one, and, uh, but the good news is, Chris, and this is what we don't want to lose sight of, because I hate to just put doom and gloom out there and not tell people there are good, natural, mitigating medicines that people can do to really undo a lot of this um, dark or left-sided or whatever you want to call it, evil work mm-hmm. that's going on uh, in terms of harming human beings. There are some therapies, and we can, whenever you're ready, we can talk about that. So not to uh, fall into despair. Oh, sure. There's, yeah, there's, there's hope. Our, our bodies have absolutely, an amazing... Absolutely, absolutely. And you just have to give your body help, and understanding all the components is critical. Because when you begin to break it out, you go, oh, okay, heavy metals is what we do. Oh, okay, this and this and this. Not saying as long as you're breathing and as long as they're spraying that you're not going to have some involvement, but we're talking about mitigation. Um, the concern, of course, is there's no oversight on this. Nobody's saying, oh, what's in the spray today? Well, uh, this has tell multi- us what the components are. Mm-hmm. You know, it can change right. on a dime. Exactly. Well, well, Dr. Scott, let me ask you uh, another question. What do you think that we are forced to add to uh, wine here in the States does to the benefit we might otherwise get? Do you think that's a cause of it not being as effective in our Partially. Uh, sulfites are nat- uh, that's another thing. Sulfites are naturally occurring in wine. Mm-hmm. You don't need to add. 
when you add all the sulfites that they do here and they force people who import to here, it is really hard on the kidneys particularly, very hard on the liver. Um, many people suffer headache. And if you, if you, if you were, if I could uh, time warp you or somehow do a, uh, you know, a Star Trek beam you up to the Tuscany where they don't do that, you wouldn't believe the wine. You'd say, oh, my gosh, you can drink it without getting too woozy. It also contributes to that kind of woozy drunkenness feeling mm-hmm. that people get when they drink red wine. Um, I've had wine in Europe before, and it, it's, it's so different. Totally different, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. You can it actually it was in the island of Malta in the Mediterranean. You can actually go down to go down walk down a street, stop at somebody's uh, open garage, and you can get, for a couple of dollars you can get a decent wine. It's homemade and no sulfites, and it's actually very good because they've been doing it for centuries. And organic standards they follow too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, older cultures, older souls. The Italian people wouldn't think to do that but when you import Italian wine the law says in this country they have to dump some in but still in all uh, if you're going to drink red wine try to get it from outside this country I say and it's less likely to have as many sulfites which are not good for you at all oh no not on too many not on any level no and I wanted um, to mention. Yeah, we're, uh, we're we're walking to a little minefield. You know? Don't don't drink that no, water. Oh, my oh, so many pitfalls to fall into, rescue yeah. each other from. Well, I wanted to ask you also about uh, some of the other applications of these chemtrails, also other than uh, the, their effects on our health. Uh, uh, is can they be used for weather modification? Or? Absolutely. And I'm ste- excuse me. I'm stepping out of my field of of knowledge. Uh, but having been blessed to work with uh, many brilliant minds, Clifford Carnicom, Dr. Mike Castle, Dr. John Maluski, and others who don't want to be named, I begin to understand what it is. I mean, this is so foreign to me, Chris. I had to learn. I mean, I had to start square one and learn about electromagnetics, about HARP, about a plasma field, about all of that. But yes, using only their understanding, I can't present any, any of this as mine, only through learning from them. Yes, this can be pushed. Uh, it can create tornadoes easily, hurricanes. Uh, it can be lifted and slammed down and create um, all earthquakes. It, 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 what, if you could pull out into space and look at our planet, and I've seen two photographs, it's a big white fuzzy ball now and if you can recall back when we used to have these space shots this beautiful blue ocean and puffy white clouds and landmass that just doesn't exist anymore it's a big white fuzzy ball so this planet is smothered in this matrix um it's a plat it's close to the ground it's a plasma environment and really, I'm not the guy to really speak to it on a deep scientific level, but what I know from my colleagues is that it is electromagnetic, can be manipulated electromagnetically through frequency. Many of these things that we look at and think are cell towers perhaps are not dedicated to that work. Um, Gwen Towers, those things. 
and we are being bombarded with all kinds of frequencies and uh, frequencies are interesting we know this because we can hear our radio as you're doing now watch our tv don't 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 but these all come in in kind of an invisible manner and that's a frequency thing and we are frequency beings the planet has a frequency which has been altered dramatically and if you look at harp h-a-a-r-p as that book says the it's it's what the angels don't play <laughs> we begin to see that um although we cannot see frequency it can have an enormous impact on our weather on our bodies, on the entire planet, and, and its health. So that's another weather modification, for sure. So apparently, um, from what I understand, they can direct harp at some of these uh, salts, or these uh, metal ionizing, radiating, um, uh, yeah. the metal salts, and and then uh, cause a, uh, and sometimes I've seen this in, uh, in around here in Florida, sometimes the, there will be a storm front that just forms out of nowhere over land, um, and we'll just sit there and continue to soak up water and dump it out uh, for hours or even a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you mentioned these chemtrails that we see uh, now from space, and uh, yeah, they are they're very apparent in the satellites. And it it used to not be this way. It used to be very quickly dissipating uh, contrails, and now these chemtrails. Uh, as you can see on Carnicom.com, are, are spraying them um, not from their exhaust, or they're not from the, the condensation of the exhaust. It's from uh, separate nozzles, uh, separate other places on the plane uh, and on the wings that they're they're spraying these things. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what I'm talking about on on the planes also? Uh, that these these large absolutely. cargo planes. Uh, absolutely. In fact. Um Interestingly enough, a mechanic contacted Clifford kind of quietly, and he had worked on commercial aircraft and military for years. And uh, he noticed a whole new system set up in there. And when he questioned it, they said, do you want your job or not? You don't talk about that. So, yeah, it's very clear. Uh, and not only Clifford's work now, there's, there's so much out there where you can see clearly these plumes are not coming uh, as naturally occurring contrail, which is really just, you know, water evaporate and should evaporate and be gone in 10, 15 seconds. Whereas you can see these things will spread out and and create literally a cloud cover. Um, And it's harder, I think, where you are and back east because you're kind of used to these, you know, kind of weather but when you're in the high desert where I am, and the only kind of indigenous, may I say, clouds are cumulus nimbus, you know, the big, puffy white guys, um, you know, the clouds that you always see, you know, the beautiful, billowing white clouds. This high, thin, is what they call it, high, thin cloud, just scientifically, given atmospheric humidity levels and all of that cannot literally be real clouds. They just don't exist in the annals. Now, I know that somebody's told me recently they're trying to add them. Uh, The National Weather Service is trying to make names for them, whatever, (laughs) to create their reality. Feel a little bit like you're in the Matrix. Um, 
<clears throat> more than a little. So now they're trying to make them real by giving them a name, and I noticed that they do that a lot. Um, I was sort of close to your neck of the woods a year or so ago. I was in Georgia, and I was astounded. And they were talking about dome clouds and backdoor fronts. And what the heck is that? And ground lightning. They had created a whole new lexicon, a whole new vocabulary around all these odd weather phenomenon. That's bordering on Tesla-type physics. Yes, exactly. Because he was doing that in the 1880s. Yeah, I think he got hijacked a lot here. Yeah, he actually scared the daylights out of the people in Colorado because he had a weather... He had a... um, uh, power plant he was generating and what he ended up he was doing an experiment one time and he actually caused the farmers in the area and the ranchers to scare the daylights out of the horses because as they were picking up their hooves remember they had iron hood uh, horses oh my gosh and they were getting zapped up from the ground up and oh my gosh they, they, they were ready to lynch him they made him shut it uh. off which stopped it but it was also ball lightning around his lab and uh, that was in the wow. 1880s <laughs> so we oh, have this stuff. That's a great story. I never heard that. Oh, you might want to look into Tesla. He was doing amazing experiments. <laughs> well, uh, Tesla, I'm familiar with. In fact, he said, you know, if you use this technology, it can split the world in two in a second. You know. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of what we're looking at is sort of a hijacked Tesla. Mm-hmm. Well, when he except died. they brought it down. You know, he was right. talking about upper atmosphere, and this is down. But a lot of his work. Obviously, has been hijacked. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had an ex- he had a remote controlled submarine. He demonstrated to the Secretary of Navy in the 1890s. Wow. Yes, remote controlled. Wow. And when he well, died, he everything case disappeared. Well, a man I think really wanted to make a difference and was a little bit naive, and I can really relate to that because mm-hmm. up until the last ten years, I think I lived in La La Land. But oh, sure, uh, he was enjoying zapping. The uh, horse's shoes, and uh, the government had much more nefarious and juvenile intentions than that. I don't think he was intending to do that. He just he didn't even know he was doing that. The ranchers came ready to kill him because that was happening. He was like, huh? He probably did not consider the, the yeah. He didn't the shoes know. on the horses. He probably that probably didn't go through his yeah. And I'm sure he felt badly actually. Oh yeah, not yeah, necessarily. Because I think that happens. In a lot of science, um, the, the ramifications aren't always, you know. Mm-hmm. I saw the um, hmm, the fellow that uh, was one of the main engineers of GMO corn, and he was approached and asked, did he understand that, that it was killing all the monarch butterflies because they were of the same, you know. Well, Dr. Scott, uh, we're coming. This hour is coming to an end. Uh, I'd like oh, to get okay. into some more solutions, if you wouldn't mind joining me for just a few more minutes uh, no into problem. the next hour. Great, I appreciate that. I'd like to talk a little bit more about how it's affecting global warming, these chemtrails, and in the ecology in general. And then we'll get into some more solutions and some uh, mitigation or supplements that one can take. This is Liberation Station. You can reach us in Pinellas County at seven two seven. Four four one three thousand, or toll free eight six six eight two six thirteen forty.
The Federal Reserve is the private banking cartel, which is in charge of the U.S. monetary system. Listen to Thomas Jefferson as he gives a warning of what this institution will give to the United States of America. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks, which grow up and around them, will deprive the people of all of their property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. Listen. This is Wayne Walton with the RedPillRadio.com. Our constitutional republic is under attack by globalist central bankers. During the Katrina tragedy, U.S. citizens were subjected to a gun roundup and a blockade of New Orleans. Unalienable rights given by God were suspended by the globalist George Bush. Oath Keepers is an association of currently serving military veterans and peace officers who will fulfill their oath to the Constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic. Go to OathKeepers.org to reaffirm your oath to the Constitution, not to tyrants. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, Wesley Chapel. CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. Was Michael Jackson murdered, or did he die of an accidental overdose? That would actually be the coroner's determination. He, he makes the determination as to the nature of the death. Los Angeles Police Chief William Bratton says it could go either way. Meantime, a source close to the family says they are aware that the singer's death could turn into a criminal case. Gracious Lord. Thousands turned out tonight for the Steve McNair Memorial memorial service in Nashville. Police today said the former NFL quarterback was definitely killed by his girlfriend, who then took her own life. Tennessee Titans coach Jeff Fisher was one of many speakers. Celebrate his life. Remember the fun times and the times you sweated together and the times you cried together and the times you shared when you achieved the extraordinary. Fisher was quoting General Ray Odierno, commander of coalition forces in Iraq. U.S. Senator John Ensign says his parents paid a total of $96,000 to the family of his mistress. According to a statement released today, Ensign's parents thought news of the tryst might negatively affect the family of the woman involved. More than 300 graves at a historic Illinois cemetery were robbed of the bodies, so the plots could be resold. The disinterred corpses were then either reburied in the same grave as newly interred corpse or dumped in an open area in the back of this property. Illinois State Prosecutor Anita Alvarez says four people are facing charges. Tough economic times are putting more people on the streets. A government report out today says homeless families in suburban and rural areas jumped by 56% last year. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. The Rays Report with Rich Herrera. Thursday afternoon, the Rays finished up the three-game set and finished off the Toronto Blue Jays as David Price outduels Roy Dock Holiday. The big hit in the ball game came with a two-strike count. Carlos Pena with a couple runners on. Line drive down the left field line, and that is a fair ball. And all the way to the corner, Hernandez scores. Upton scores. Longoria to third, and how about a two-run double for Carlos Pena? Carlos Pena gives the Rays the three runs they're going to need. They'll hold on to win the ball game. They turn it over to Dan Wheeler, who picks up his first save in the ninth inning. A check swing roller towards first base. Pena's got it. Fair ball on the bag. Ball game over. Rays go on 
to win 3-2, sweeping the Blue Jays and setting their eyes on the Oakland Athletics. 7:38 first pitch here on the Rays Baseball Network. Catch the Rays all season long on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, log on to RaysBaseball.com. Rays Baseball on WDCF 1350. Have you ever listened to a talk radio show and said, I could do that? Well, you're right. You can right here on the Tantalk Radio Network. Your Tantalk program will include a professional engineer to handle every technical aspect of your program, professional talk and recording studios, four telephone lines to take live call-ins and conduct live interviews, even the ability to do live remote broadcasts. Not only will your program be aired locally in Tampa Bay, you'll be streamed live worldwide across the internet in audio and video. When you sign off, you'll receive an audio CD or MP3 copy of your program, which can be duplicated and distributed. In addition, you can archive and podcast this copy of your program on the internet for download and playback. Ready to explore the exciting world of talk radio? Here's the next step. Hey, Tampa Bay, listen up. You can have a one-hour program on the Tantalk Radio Network for less than the cost of one 60-second announcement on many local radio stations. We will put your program on two stations in Tampa Bay, AM 1340 and AM 1350. The cost? Less than a 60-second announcement on many Tampa Bay stations. Get the facts by calling Lola Jean, the broadcast queen, at 727-510-7622. That's 727 area code 510-7622. Call 510-7622 now and reserve your Tan Talk Network program. more thrills than wet and wild feel the mind-numbing rush of the brainwash experience an out-of-control spin on the disco h2o get vertical on the bomb bay or take a wild wakeboarding adventure no matter how you like your thrills wet and wild will have you screaming for more and new this year the black hole the next generation blast off in our two-person hydro capsule and enter the mysterious realm of pulsating light dynamic effects it's out of this world fun Right now, Florida residents can get a full day of thrills at Wet n Wild for only $29.95 plus tax, adult or child with Florida ID. With more multi-person rides than any other water park, it's no wonder Wet n Wild was voted best water park in Orlando by the Orlando Sentinel. So get your fill of thrills at Wet n Wild on International Drive or on the web at wetwildorlando.com. The Federal Reserve is the private banking cartel, which is in charge of the U.S. monetary system. Listen to Thomas Jefferson as he gives a warning of what this institution will give to the United States of America. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks, which grow up and around them, will deprive the people of all of their property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. Listen weekdays 9 to 10 for more details. This is Wayne Walton with the redpillradio.com. Our constitutional republic is under attack by globalist central bankers. During the Katrina tragedy, U.S. citizens were subjected to a gun roundup and a blockade of New Orleans. Unalienable rights given by God were suspended by the globalist George Bush. Oath Keepers is an association of currently serving military veterans and peace officers who will fulfill their oath to the Constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic. Go to oathkeepers.org to reaffirm your oath to the Constitution, not to tyrants. End the Federal Reserve Clearwater Tea Party, 315 Court Street, downtown, 10 to 2, Saturday, July the 11th, from 10 to 2. 
Welcome back to Liberation Station. This is Chris Steiner, your host. You can reach us here in Pinellas County at 727-441-3000 and toll-free 866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. The website is liberationstation.weebly.com. Weebly is spelled W-E-E-B as in boy, L-Y. Liberationstation.weebly.com. And we have on the line with us Dr. Gwen Scott, N.D., natural, naturopathic doctor, Dr. Scott, are you on the line? I am here. Hey, welcome back with us. Thanks. I should warn you, Chris. um, We're in the middle of a big storm here. I hope I don't lose you. So we'll just soldier on and put some white light around it and hope it does. (laughs) And hope the electrons all flow the right way. (laughs) Well, let's get into, I guess, uh, before... before, before any further ado here let's let's talk about some of the uh some of the mitigation or some of the therapies that you have such as uh, what's on your website at at uh, gwen scott nd as a naturopathic doctor gwen scott and maybe uh, could you tell us a, a little bit about your uh, dvd natural medicine a survivor's guide yeah i i will say uh chris that does not deal specifically with chemtrail morgellons and whatever because that's continually evolving. I, literally every day we're learning something new. So it's not time to make a DVD yet because we don't know all the elements, all the components, and, and, and whatever. We're still learning. But that DVD is, is as it says, it's a survivor's guide um, for the times ahead. Uh, things that people can take control of that work pennies a day. I, I hate elitist medicine. You know, well, if you have enough money, I can, you know, that really allopathic industry. caps me, yeah, because medicine is sacred and it should be available to everyone. And so after all these years, uh, that particular is four and some hours, and uh, I've gotten a lot of wonderful feedback from people saying, gosh, you know, I really feel like if I can't get to the emergency room, I got something else in my pocket. Um, if they close the health, you know, food stores down with Codex, I've still got something to go on. Uh, I'm not lost. So that's what it was designed for. Codex will be pushed through. Uh, they're talking December. I don't know where we may not have access to all the wonderful uh, natural supplements and vitamins, minerals, whatever that we've been very uh, blessed to have. That may go away, and they did push that through in Europe overnight. Uh, it is slated, I am told, um, by KFK uh, K in, in, in Los Angeles, that it is slated for December uh, to push that law through, and it could happen while you're sleeping. I mean, that's what happens with these laws now. You go to bed and you wake up and there it is. So the whole thing was designed to give people back their power, and that's what the DVD is about. Um, but as to Chemtrail and Morgellons, what we know now, Chris, is that we've got these heavy metals. Okay. I mean, the universe has a wonderful, marvelous way of, of bringing things together. And I got in touch with this wonderful research doctor, I don't know, now 15 years ago, long before I had any awareness of chemtrail. But he was really concerned about all the heavy metals in, our, in, in, in body, 
from the amalgam in our teeth, the mercury and, and the lead paint and all this. So he had spent his whole life looking at what could people take every day that would do them no harm, they could afford, available to everyone, that would pull these metals out of the body. And he finally came across something. Um, it's diatomaceous earth, but it's a very specific one uh, called fossil flower. Um, I should say at this point I'm associated not at all with anything I recommend financially. Uh, but you can go to the Power Hour, which you mentioned earlier, yes, uh, the Power Hour Mall, and they do sell this thing, uh, which is fossil flower. I uh, bought it myself. I, I really was, as fabulous. I told you, it's just, uh, I'm sure you're going to tell us all the other miraculous things that it does other than uh, just the simple little uh, result I felt, which is kind of an effervescent effervescent uh, feeling going down my throat or my esophagus. It felt kind of like it was tingling and scrubbing. And you mentioned uh, that there's esophageal and, and lung cancer associated with, uh, you know, such a drastic increase associated with this um, dumping of the and spraying of the chemtrails. And uh, it's, it's really kind of fascinating to feel these uh, scrubbing bubbles, I guess, <laughs> going down my throat when I first took well, that. Well, it's that pretty amazing shot. stuff mm-hmm. because it, it has a, um, well, what I'm told through this research, doctor, it has a, um, a, a particular charge or frequency that draws heavy metals to it. Then it binds them up and carries them out of your system. And you can do it every day, uh, 365, without any contraindication. Now, Dr. Knight, the gentleman who discovered this, said it should be done on an empty stomach, about for every adult, about an average of a tablespoon a day, that's an average, in distilled water, because we, we know our water is full of all kinds of pollutants and this clay, this diatomaceous earth, We'll start to work on that instead of you. So distilled water, presumably, if it's real, is empty. So you you do it on an empty stomach. Uh, Some people mid-morning, some people mid-afternoon, some people before they go to bed. Um, Three every day. And it gathers that up. But it's also very rich in silica, which is a major building block for your bones, your skin, your hair. it also, if you have parasite in your colon, and most people do, even though it's not something uh, your Western allopathic guy will ask you, uh, do you think you have parasite? It's never discussed. Maybe, maybe tapeworm, uh, but that's it. So it, it kills all parasite in the gut, which is really good. It has lots of great properties, and uh, it comes from the bottom of a lake in Utah. So it's been protected from all the pollutants and all the... And that's why when he assayed it, because he looked at a lot of clay, a lot of different clays, a lot bentonite, clays from all over the world. And when he assayed this one, it came back pure, food grade, absolutely pure. And again, those power hour... uh, uh, Well, you know, you know the... At the, uh, uh, the yes, the, I think it's uh, the yeah the powermall dot com, uh, the powermall dot com. I believe it's a uh, ten pounds for for uh, or ten dollars for ten pounds, which is an excellent deal. I, oh, it's amazing. 
They're very generous, those people. They're not greedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and another like solution. Yeah, I like that, you know, because they're trying to help people instead of just raking in the bucks, which everybody seems to be wanting to do. Oh, no, um, there's, they're saving me a lot of money. Everything I order from them is better than uh, better value, I think, than uh, Amazon. I mean, I just bought, uh, we'll get into, like, the Miracle 2 soap. I just bought a, a gallon of that $400, and I think I couldn't find it anywhere else for uh, less than 120 so uh, yeah, you know, they 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 try very hard, I think, to get these things mm-hmm. to people, you know, and they're totally supported by that. So they have to, you know, bring in their money, but they're not being greedy. I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah, they and don't I have any corporate true. sponsors. And that I'm glad you mentioned that because that's my second. I call it Trinity um, Medicine. Is the Miracle Two Soap and Neutralizer? Uh, the soap is highly, highly concentrated. Since you just got yours, you should know that. Uh, I put mine in a little dispenser so I don't waste it because it's so concentrated, Chris. A little tiny bit will make lots of suds and bubbles. Yeah, it sure But what's does. important about it, in my opinion, is that it seems, and I have to say that, to interrupt the communication between the fungal network and the fibers and all of these elements in this matrix that we're looking at. And I uh, body tested it myself a long time before I began to present it. They also have a a thing called Miracle 2 Neutralizer, which is a clear liquid that you take internally, and they suggest seven drops a day. I'm a little more liberal than that. Uh, I dose my kitty. He loves it. He waits for it. I call it his vitamins. I said, do you want your vitamins? <laughs> he just lies there. Oh, um, very well fortified, little cat. Uh-huh. And, and you can spray it on your, <laughs> on your uh, plants, too, I understand. You, yep. you, can pl- you can spray it on your plants so it'll yep. open up their pores, essentially, and allow them to breathe Downing. a little better. And, I don't uh, know. See, it's a proprietorial um, formula, so... Right. You don't know what's in it, and um, I'm assured by the people I've talked to them quite a bit. The man who formulated all of this has since passed from body, and his children are now running the country. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) They should be. The company. And uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I have to tell you, I've been up. Well, you know, because we talked early this morning. I've been up five o'clock, and I've had so many calls. Very busy, lady. I'm so astounded. Well, uh, um, I wanted to uh, understand uh, what are the, Dr. Scott, what are the uh, things that work for generally everybody that uh, when they come across uh, these conditions that are caused by the chemtrails or the. Well, to be honest with you, Chris, in my opinion, everybody should be on the clay because everybody's taking in heavy metal, right? So we know that's something, in my opinion, it's essentially inert, especially if uh, between meals. Uh, it shouldn't contraindicate with anything, medications otherwise. Miracle 2 soap and neutralizer, and certainly organic grape juice. Now, if you have a concern uh, about that and you are on medications, I would talk to the pharmacist and ask the pharmacist, you know, because grapefruit contraindicates with a lot of pharmaceuticals, uh, particularly uh, heart medications and such. 
So if you have any concern, always talk, you know, to the pharmacist. Doctors really aren't um, up on all of that, but pharmacists usually are. They know what drugs can go with what herbs and, and what. But the clay is fairly inert and shouldn't bother it. The, the soap and neutralizer, I don't think. It would just be the grape juice. I'd want to check with uh, with the pharmacist. But if you're not taking any pharmaceutical drugs, you shouldn't have a problem. It's good to go. I would also say we talked, um, I guess, this morning about, you know, the good greens, um, mm-hmm. colostrum. There's lots of other stuff out there to support our immune system. Food is critical uh, if you can get to know, well, if you can't grow your own organic vegetables and fruits, get to know somebody who does, um, know your source, because now we're learning that um, many of these imported from, say, Argentinian olive oil, have, uh, uh, Monsanto, uh, on the ship coming here, it's irritated. They don't have to disclose that. So knowing your local organic farmer is really important in uh, in forming a friendship. There are lots of co-ops, you know, around. I don't know if where you are, you can tell me, if there are cooperatives where people get together and and buy organic foods. Obviously, greenhouse foods the best because then you're not getting all the stuff out of the sky, into the soil, into the... Into the food, yeah. Isn't that the only way to really grow organic is in a greenhouse these days? Anymore, so, yes. Mm, yes, yeah, and I'm the, told a geodesic same. dome, but that's another whole thing. Um, but I have some microscopes, and I've looked at, sad to say, organic, uh, say, romaine lettuce, and it lights up like a Christmas tree. I mean, you can see the polymer in it. And that didn't surprise me because it's falling from the sky into the soil. But, of course, the... Uh, the vegetation would uptake it, you know. It almost so, seems like the only real approach to take is to get it out of your body. Yeah. Like, because you can't avoid it. It's in the air, too. Yeah. Dr. Right. Scott, I meant to ask you, um, is there any explanation that they have as to why it is that grapefruit juice reacts with medicines in general? Well, in my opinion, yeah, because uh, grapefruit, are you saying grapefruit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if in the old days as a naturopath, if somebody came to you with clogged arteries or any kind of thing, you would immediately put them on grapefruit because it's a rotor-rooter. Mm-hmm. It rotor-rooters. So it's the same thing as, this. are you familiar with Coumadin? Coumadin. Uh, okay, Coumadin is a pharmaceutical blood thinner. Ah, uh, garbage. Hmm. Okay, rat poison. so <laughs> people on Coumadin cannot take ginger root, uh, ginkgo biloba, cayenne pepper. Why? Because if they do, and it's the same thing I think with the grapefruit, it so pops up the properties. You know, you, you get blood so thin, if they cut themselves, there's, they can't, the blood doesn't coagulate. It, they cannot, they will bleed out. Oh, wow. And they also, yeah. most of those also increase the oxygen uptake uh, so that uh, our bodies are more effective. So I think maybe it's, uh, that's maybe the mechanism that it uses to, or it goes by to um, improve the, the potency of, of people's medicines. 
Right. Well, you know, uh, if you look at a grapefruit, the thing we always try to avoid is that pithy white, and so we cut out our little fruit between, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's pectin, and that grapefruit pectin is one of the finest arterial rotorooters on the planet. Wow. And good for heavy metals, too, is it? Yeah, well, no, not so much that. It's more plaque. Um, All the treated fats and blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, it gets dicey when you begin to mix and match. Pharmaceutical drugs, without exception, have a toxicity to them, even if it's an over-the-counter, you know, whatever. Um, One time I was watching The Animal Planet, and they brought this poor dog in dying. He'd gotten into the Tylenol, and it was sad, you know, and they were, they were force-feeding him charcoal, trying to save him. And I wish I had a video of this because the veterinarian said, don't you know, every drug is toxic. And I thought, oh, I wish I had a video of that because, in truth, it's true, and um, we lose sight of that. You know, you're, you're stealing from Peter to pay Paul. You might have a symptom less, but something else is getting slammed, you know? Yeah, well, we saved the patient, but he died. <laughs> I mean, we, we treated Kinda The like operation that. was a success, but he died. I mean, you know, it seems to me like in the 1800s, didn't, wasn't the focus of medicine that they would strengthen your immune system so that your body could then take care of whatever the problem was? Where, and then, then, thanks to Rockefeller, the original snake oil salesman, uh, pr- realizing, hey, I could go one better and get companies to produce this stuff for me. And right. next thing you know, everybody's depending on garbage. Yeah, garbage and in, don't garbage forget out. Mr. Joseph Bear, because yep. he took white willow bark back in the late 1800s to the labs and said, can you duplicate this? And then we have now pharmaceutical aspirin. And now it's being linked to macular degeneration, rise syndrome children, on and on. But white willow bark in and of itself has no contraindication. Mm -hmm. Whenever you try to play God, may I say, uh, it backfires. (laughs) But this is all done for profit, Mm -hmm. clearly. Um, And so, yes, you're quite right, Chris. The original knowledge of our bodies were kind of miraculous. Just give them what they need and they will heal themselves. Uh, we were sold a bill of goods, really. Oh, miracle medicines, and we're the healthiest. And But when you look at the stats, this country is like 38th, 39th in health, and, you know, and we're living longer, countries. healthier lives. I don't think so. And just look at if we're those. That's just the industrialized countries. I think if we looked at the indigenous people, we would find that they're much healthier than the industrialized yeah. countries. But yeah, and uh, and also a couple of supplements I know that are good for clearing out the arteries or clearing out your blood vessels are uh, just two natural amino acids used together: L-proline and L-lysine. Yes. So if anybody has a clogging of the arteries, they might want to ask their doctor about that uh, and research that. We have a call on the line. Uh, do we have Frank from Largo on the line? Uh, yeah, this is Frank from Largo. Hi, Frank. How are you? Hey, good evening, Chris and uh, Dennis and Dr. Scott. Um, I have to thank you for coming on the show. This is wonderful information. And um, one of my friends, uh, he has MS, and I'm going to get this information to him, and I will make sure that he listens to the show on the archives. So uh, thank you so oh, much, you're Dr. Welcome, Scott. Sir, before you go, beyond yes. the clay, that would be very helpful for your friend to get the heavy metals out. 
lots of lecithin to give the body uh, the tool it needs to rebuild the myelin sheath, okay? Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Because That's the soya lecithin? lecithin that the body uses to rebuild uh -huh. the myelin sheath. But get him, get, it's a lady or a gentleman? Oh, this is a, this is a man. Then get your, your friend, this gentleman, on the clay and lecithin and lots of good essential fatty acids, good organic foods, and we have a good shot here, okay? Yeah, because um, he, he seems to have gotten worse. Um, the day after my wedding, I noticed a lot of chemtrails in the sky around um, the Tampa Bay area. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, March 22nd, and it seemed like after that and since then, he hasn't been doing too good. Um, okay. He's just getting back from a vacation up in New York, so I'm going to see how he's feeling here in a day or two. But, and and um, encourage him, sir, encourage him to drink lots. I know it sounds weird, but just do it. Lots of organic grape juice. Yes, yes, I've, I've noted that down, and uh, I will tell him all about that. And. Uh, that the lecithin is that just lecithin, or lecithin. could it be the soil lecithin? No, we don't want that because we don't know what's happened to the soil. Uh, okay. Soy has been so Monsanto with deliberation. Oh yeah. Planted GMO soy fields right next to most soy now has been polluted. GMO. Oh gosh. <laughs> so no, but uh, eggs, organic eggs, very rich in lecithin. But what you want to do is look at source. When you go to buy the lettuce and look at source. Okay. But remember, eggs, organic eggs, very rich in lettuce. And see, the, it's interesting you mentioned that legs are, uh, eggs are a source of lecithin because they've been so demonized. And, oh, and, please. Let's <laughs> and uh, and the, the lecithin molecule holds on fat on one end and water on the other, so it's right. actually good for fat loss. And, Absolutely. And would you also recommend the essential fatty acids? Or, Absolutely. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, how about good essential a, fatty acids? Bee pollen, I uh, very I, important fatty acids. Yes, olive oil, coconut oil, flaxseed oil, organic. Yes, Doctor Scott, on the uh, if someone where is that gentleman? Oh, I'm in Largo, Florida. Hmm. Oh, hey, so uh, Chris, I'm just gonna talk to him for a second. So uh, get him on those things if you can, huh? Certainly. And, yes. Uh, I I've been trying to detox him in uh, many different ways over the past uh, year. Uh, he seems to be uh, reluctant, even though, uh, you know, he's well-read about his disease. But, you know, it, it seems uh, not so much about trying to, to get better, really, it seems. Well, you know, uh, we each have our journey. And that's yeah, you're right. great frustration that happens when we love people and we care about people. Yeah. You know, and we know we can help them, and we throw them up against the wall and grab their shirt collars. And <laughs> I've done that so many times, and what you have yeah. to remember, what is your name, sir? Oh, I'm Frank. Frank Hobson from Largo. Okay, Frank, what you have to remember is you've done your job. You right, care, right. and you're listening, and you're going to present the information. That's your job. Yes, and you're right. your job is either to embrace it or not. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What I can do is lay it down, and he's got to pick it up. There you go. Dr. Scott, well, thank God you so much. Thank you for laying it down, sir. No. Well, thank you for your important information and all your You're important welcome. work. You're welcome. All right. You have a good night now. You too. See you. Thanks, Frank. Hey, uh, Dr. Scott, this is Dennis. Uh, 
what that gentleman just brought up uh, is a has reminded me of a question I had for you. Uh, I also have a friend with MS, but he's on medications. Okay. Is that recommendation you mentioned there going to be beneficial to them? I mean, would they? Well, I don't know what meds he's on, and so you, whenever you, Dennis, whenever yeah. you start to, uh, oh, what I call mix and match. Yeah. You, they've got to talk to their pharmacist now. Doctors are not trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, in you know any of that, uh, right. but pharmacists are, and so those are good recommendations for anyone mm-hmm. uh, with MS. But being on meds, he's got to you know take that protocol to the pharmacist and say, well, I don't know what meds they are. You know, well, I don't I, know their names. I don't know what they are. But I know it's interferon. Uh, pardon? I know it's interferon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's an interesting thing to do. How so? They usually use that with liver. Uh, whatever. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. That's one where he would have to talk to his pharmacist, okay? Okay. And say, hey, can I do this and this and this? Uh, and hope that the pharmacist understands. Okay. Actually. Dr. Scott, have you heard of a bee pollen for MS, uh, for helping people with MS? Yeah, actually not so much the pollen, but the actual bee sting. Sting. Uh, many, many people have benefited from bee sting therapy. Uh, it seems, it's a double-edged sword for me, I'll be honest with you. Well, I would say mass. Because, you know, when the bee stings, it dies. Uh, and I'm not sure our life is any more precious than theirs. Okay. Not a very vegan approach. <laughs> in, in my opinion, who are we to decide the bee is expendable? But I have seen uh, therapies with bee stings applied directly that seem to have enormous benefit. Um, again, I'm not of the school that says, well, the sacrifice of that life is as important. (laughs) I'm not sure we're so important to make that decision that that monkey or that mouse or whatever needs to die for our benefit. (laughs) Right. I I, I totally agree with that. Being honest. Well, they they have such an important family and uh, social structure it's amazing well you tell me which one of those wrecked this planet <laughs> ah exactly that would be the mouse ah. <laughs> no we didn't squeak, squeak. <laughs> not the little mouse <laughs> No, no. Well, it was just maybe perhaps the lack of cats. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> all those varmints. The mouse is just hungry, feeding family, that's all. Yeah. But no, well, none of them are building nanotechnology, spraying in the sky, nuclear weapons, PCB, what, benzene? No. Mm-hmm, bisphenol No, 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 no. Let's point the finger directly at our own selves. Right, and yeah. and uh, what can we? What else can we do? Um, what are some of the other things that we could do to well, detox? Well, this is going to be a little esoteric, but I really believe <clears throat> beyond the structural, which we just talked about, <clears throat> that being attuned uh, to the creative. I, I don't get into religion at all. Um, you know, it doesn't matter to me whatsoever people turn to but to me the important thing is that you are embracing and resonating 
with creative life force, with compassion, kindness, generosity, uh, all of those things. They have a frequency, they have a vibration, and they are critical, in my opinion, in these times. So keeping a good attitude? Well, a good attitude can be construed, you know, oh, I'm going to go buy $125 pair of shoes. No. Mm. I'm talking about really putting the intention out <clears throat> to co connect with light and love and forgiveness and that energy uh, and taking a little bit of time every day to do that um, under whatever umbrella rainbow that feels right to you. But uh, in my opinion, Chris, in the end, we're looking a little bit here at a spiritual war. Oh, Destructive versus constructive forces. And so to overlook that, remember we have mind, body, spirit. To overlook that would be negligent. Um, as I said, it's not a religious issue. It's aligning um, your soul, your very beingness, with whatever energy you choose to align with. But I think it's no longer can you sit around on the fence and go, well, man. Yeah, you no. got to stick up for what you know is right because once yes. you become aware of something like yes. this, you, as you yes. know, and uh, as Frank uh, just demonstrated, that you need to do something about it. You need, you feel the need to let everyone know about it. There's there's strength in numbers, and if we don't look out for each other, then yeah. uh, as as uh, Franklin said, that if we don't hang all together, we'll all hang separately. Right. And uh, well, as Dennis said too, we'll go back to the beginning of the program. When he said, and I heard it in his voice when he said, oh, man, this is hard work. Yes, Dennis, it is. <laughs> but you know what? God bless you for it. And I think that's our only responsibility is to try. You know, um, mm, ten years ago I was going around throwing everybody up against the wall going, hey, 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 look up. Blah, 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 blah. And I've since learned, okay, maybe that's not my job. <clears throat> <laughs> But we all have to try our very best. And you light. still tell us for our own good, you're still out there letting everybody know that uh, if they just look up, <laughs> they'll see something yeah. that, that's totally and, different. Yeah, yeah. You know, Even though you might meet resistance, and it is a hard job, Dennis, I know. Well, you uh, know, sometimes, sometimes the only thing you can do is to try and bring your friends and relatives up a notch, uh, to, to steal a phrase from uh, that chef there, you know, uh -huh. you, just to bring them up a notch of understanding and uh, maybe try and say, you know what, that stuff that we all used to make fun of, there's some truth to that. I actually had a friend tell me that this past weekend. We were camping, and he says, you know, what he's saying, I would have made fun of it two years ago, but you know what? I've been watching some of the stuff he gave me, and it's, there's something I can't deny there. I don't understand it, but I can't deny it either. So uh, maybe I'm getting through to some of them. There you go. And it's like a little pebble in a pond, you know? Mm -hmm. That whole analogy, you drop a pebble in a pond and blah, blah, blah. Mm, That's what we're doing. Motion. Yes, those ripples just go go out and they come right back to us. Yeah, yeah. Right. So don't be tired, too tired, Dennis. 
Well, I wanted to ask you, Dr. Scott, about some of these other uh, supplements and uh, substances that I've, I've come across and I've seen some mentioned on your on your uh, site and also uh, on your uh, remedies and protocol at uh, ArizonaSkyWatch.com. Um, some things like uh, we talked about wheatgrass juice. Uh, so you said some people may not be uh, well, compatible Well, if you're vada, if you're real thin and whatever, uh, everything raw, Chris, is, is a little bit difficult for those guys. So Because we're omnivores? Mm, um... Mm, no, because everybody's body's different, number one. But the Eastern Indian Ayurvedic people figured out there are essentially three body types, which they gave a name to, Vada, Pitta, Kapha. And it means the very, very thin, the medium kind of prototype, and then the bigger boned. And different foods and different things resonate with those body types. And all raw, like wheatgrass would be, Vada's, sometimes can't do it and then they feel all guilty oh i had some wheatgrass the other day and i got so sick blah 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 but generally speaking if you can get un-gmo'd uh it's an excellent source of many many nutrients yes and yeah yeah wheatgrass is a is a very um profound yeah, yeah, I've, I very much enjoy it. Of course, I'm a meat eater also. I, um, I, I did try to be a vegetarian also, and I guess I was a little bit um, saddened that I couldn't be <laughs> totally. I'm right with you. I did the same thing twice. I yeah, became it's, it's complete hack. vegetarian, and I, I didn't do well. Yeah, it can be real heck to go through that. Yeah, yeah, especially in the high altitude. I felt muscle weakness and things, and... I just had to recognize because I, I from a uh, mm, emotional standpoint, I really wanted to be a vegetarian. Well, that's very thoughtful. And um, and then there's spirulina. Um, spirulina Excellent. seems to have a, a very close nutritional profile to wheatgrass juice. Yes. Um, uh, red clover extract, dandelion root extract. All excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, red artic- clover is an excellent blood purifier. Dandelion root will balance your particularly pancreatic function. And you say that's especially a problem with the... Uh, GMO foods of any kind, yeah, they, they, they really trash the pancreas, so... We want to give it all the support we can. And dandelion, which we now call a weed, is actually a very profound uh, medicinal. You know, Americans have systematically uh, eradicated bitter foods from their diet. And the opposite or the balance to sweet is not sour. People think it's sour. It's not. It's bitter. The Europeans still include... Uh, the Italians, radicchio, they put in their salads. Uh, the Swedish, bitters. They understand the need for that balance. But we we here in America, <laughs> we've just gotten rid of anything bitter. <laughs> and dandelion's very bitter, and it used to be a spring salad mm-hmm. that would cleanse and support pancreatic and liver function. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and these roots, it's amazing. Most of these roots are, are so detoxifying. Yeah. And we also have, uh, what do you think about a licorice root? Uh, well, 
if you go back through history, licorice root, mm, I hate to place things, but is in the top five of all medicinal herbs because of all the property. But you have to be careful because if you go to the conventional food store and see licorice, that's not going to be licorice. No, no, it could be dangerous. Yeah. That's sugar and something else. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the health store, licorice root tea, yeah. It has so many properties, it's unreal uh, in, in all that it can do. Particularly in these times um, with gastrointestinal. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good yeah, for... Yeah, it's wonderful bird. for mm-hmm. settling and, uh, the stomach and... Um, and then, of course, they did this big, you were talking about eggs earlier and all the fear, fear. Uh, they did a big disinformation campaign on licorice root. Oh, high blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. Oh, balderdash. You'd have to, I don't know how many pounds of licorice root you'd have to take in at one time to have a blood pressure problem. Um, it's well, it's the DGL, found. it's the deglycorizated, uh, or the just call it DGL licorice. That exactly, and then they changed it to da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But it's very good. Um, people who have acid reflux, that kind of thing, <clears throat> get a lot of good results. Right, and instead very of getting these acids. The DGL. Uh, mm-hmm. The clay does the same thing, though, by the way that we were talking about earlier, the right. fossil flour, yeah. Oh, that's good for indigestion also? Pardon? Is that also good for indigestion? Well, indigestion is a broad term, but um, <clears throat> if you have heartburn, acid reflux, blah, 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 you take that fossil flour and it knocks it down almost immediately. Wow. Hmm. I'll yeah. have to try that mm-hmm. next time. Instead of getting these acid suppressants that so many people get that oh, no, lowers no, your no. immune system. Most of them are loaded with aluminum, Tums, loaded oh. with aluminum, just like we need more. I don't think so. Um, and all the pharmaceutical ones, what they do is what they always do. Steal from Peter to pay Paul. Um, they shut down all of your hydrochloric acid production. So, of course, you can't have acid reflux. You have no acid. But you're also not digesting. Thank you. That's right. And it's a major immune barrier. hydrochloric acid for all your digestive processes. So uh, it's no good to do it that way. The clay is excellent. And when you don't have enough acid, you're also going to be coming down with a lot more diseases because it lowers your immune system. There you go. Your acid is one of the major barriers to, uh, you know, people <laughs> get right. pneumonia a lot more when they when they take right. these uh, acid suppressants. Right, and you start to get the uh, bacterium that cause ulcers and on and on and on. All right, Helicobacter pylori. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we talked about um, colostrum. You know what kills that on contact, by the way? Uh, I know colostrum does, or cabbage what juice. Else? Uh Horseradish. Horseradish, wow. That's a secret. <laughs> yeah, I love hot food. Horseradish. It, it just knocks it dead. Wow, that's amazing. See, so this uh, this Helicobacter pylori bacteria that causes the, the ulcers and ultimately stomach cancer can be prevented. And uh, and that's something that your doctor probably wouldn't normally It's in you. my DVD. Ah, <laughs> great. <laughs> that Horseradish, would... guys. Just get like four or five uh, organic saltine crackers, a little organic butter, 
and a nice dollop of horseradish and a couple applica- you know, two or three times doing that, no more ulcers. Wow. Well, these are one of those uh, inexpensive uh, treatments that we can all use yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah. And that's on your DVD, Called Natural Take Medicine. Take Back Your Power, man. It's all there. It was all mm-hmm. put there. We've been mesmerized and stupefied <laughs> for profit. And um, <clears throat> everything, everything we needed is there. Everything Mother Nature provided us. And exactly. Now we have to protect that, though, because they're trying to GMO everything and alter that. So we have to really stand strong on that one. Well, I find it interesting that we have so many more exotic uh, substances from around the world that we've had the most advanced, uh, at this point in time, we have the most advanced knowledge worldwide, and yet in this country there seems to be the most more suppression than ever before uh, of so many things that uh, are being made illegal or not being approved by the FDA to be for us to treat ourselves. And, and, uh, well, it seems like a plan, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's real sad. Um, for me, it was. I, I mean, you know, God bless America could bring tears to my eyes, and it, you know, a few years ago, but... Um, I think this country is still in its spirit through the people good. It's mm-hmm. these uh, cretins <laughs> that have hijacked it that need to just get on the bus and get on down the road. You know what I mean? I call them Illuma swine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or inbreds. <laughs> yes. Whatever just, you uh, want to yeah. call them. Inbreds, yeah. yeah. They just need to get on the bus. Yeah. And give back this country to the good humans, and I'm telling you, 85 to 90 percent of the humans I meet, really good humans, just trying to be with their families and have a life, and you know. Mm-hmm. And, and who are these guys? We and, don't want their synthetic answers. We want Mother Nature's answers because right. nature provided so many more Everything solutions before we even yeah. had so many of the problems that we created. And the yeah. answer was already there waiting for us to find. Uh, I believe we have a, yes, we have a caller, Zolt, in uh, St. Petersburg on the line. Hi, this is Zolt from St. Petersburg. How's everybody doing? Welcome, Zolt. How are you? Thank you, Chris and Dennis and Dr. Uh, Scott. Um, Horseradish. I love horseradish. What did you say it uh, gets rid of? Well, there's a, a bacterium that they've discovered that uh, is actually, you know, in the old days they used to say stress caused ulcers. I'm sure it doesn't, con- it's not a good thing to be stressed, but um, the actual culprit was a bacterium. And uh, horseradish just kills it on contact. A, a stress so bacterium? So if anybody has a. Uh, suspicion or a diagnosis of ulcers, uh, it would certainly be worth their while to take in a little horseradish and see how they do. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a, from Virginia Beach uh, about three years ago, and I'm an Edgar Casey student. I've been doing colonics for a long time. And within the last two years, my colon therapist down here, she told me that I had metals in my release. And uh, I was surprised and amazed, and now I know why. <laughs> yeah, well, if, uh, I would suggest to you, sir, uh, to start taking the diatomaceous earth called fossil flower. 
I'm going to hook up with Chris about that. that yeah, like he'll tell you where to get it. It's uh, it's it's a Joyce Riley. Yes, oh, Chris, at, uh, what's at the, the dot com. www.thepowermall.com. Yeah, I'll let you go. I and um, I call I call them the I call them the uh, parasitical uh, political parasites, the minority uh, <laughs> political parasites. That's what I call them. <laughs> the people. They're the minority. We're the majority. We can do it. We the, can that's overcome. the truth. Banksters. Thank that you. is Bye-bye. the truth, sir. Well, thanks, Alt. Appreciate that. That was. Thanks for your call. thanks for your call and thanks for your contribution and uh, and even though he's uh, so health minded, it's amazing that we're we're still um, have have so many th- therapies that uh, that are available to us to to help us do even more. Well, uh, I think he made it a very critically important point, which is they are in the minority, we are in the majority. You know, mm-hmm. so just ask them to leave. <laughs> There's more of us than there are them. Uh-huh. And yeah. we're we're just kind of over it. <laughs> well, they you just they, would like them to leave and they they really get on don't down have the road. <laughs> if they if we find out all the ways in which they think they enslave us, they really don't. So that's the that's the key, I think, is to try to find the ways that they they sure they can it, it's a really I think just a matter of saving as many uh, individuals before the entire there's no saving the entire system but uh, it's going to collapse under its own weight and just to make it as, as bloodless as possible and save uh, as many lives as possible and prevent as much suffering as possible uh, in the meantime is, is my objective correct um, me too Chris right on mm-hmm. well that's wonderful uh, I wanted to mention um, ask you if you know about a chlorella or cilantro as heavy metal detoxifiers yeah, cilantro is actually really, really good. And if you look at the Spanish culture particularly, you'll see a lot of cilantro in their diet. However, in order to offload the amounts coming in, you know, into our bodies every day, I would certainly include it in my diet, but you got to go further. you got to go into the clay mm-hmm. because the cilantro, um, you would have to take many cupfuls. A, a, a day, and then it begins to become a little bit toxic because cilantro is very powerful. So I would certainly include it. Uh, make you know, make a great salsa. <laughs> How about culantro? Pardon? How about culantro? That as well. Um, again, these things have always been subtle and perfect, but now we're in a kind of a wabi sabi. Um, <laughs> The paradigm has shifted. Do you know what I'm saying? So you have to go the extra measure. I would certainly include those things dietarily, but I would also bring in the clay. So the the diatomaceous fossil yeah, the flower, fossil flower fossil. that uh, you mentioned on um, what is it? Thepowermall.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, yeah. And uh, then, then there's thepowerhour.com, not to be confused with thepowerhour.com is where you'll find all the news, and thepowermall.com is is where right. all the products Product. are lo- offered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fossil shell flower, and again, that's a very good deal for $10 for only 10 I, I, 10 I think I can't, I don't know how they're quite doing that because it's way under what, but be that as it may, grab it. <laughs> 
Yeah, and they, they gave so many uh, other specials, too, even uh, to veterans. When you call up and you, you uh, let them know that you're a veteran, they, and uh, if you're unable to afford some of these uh, products that are so good for the Gulf War Syndrome or, or things that uh, are related, um, they, if you're a veteran, they'll, they'll give you um, uh, quite a break, I understand. Um, yeah, you know, she's a good from-the-soul lady. And, and people have to remember that all the mainstream media is supported by all the wabi-sabi. So for a voice out there in the wilderness, kind of like yourself, uh, you got to find your um, support different ways. And she's found it this way, by selling things that she knows are going to help people. But what it really impresses me with this lady is that she's not greedy uh, in these times. Um, she could charge a lot more. She goes way under uh, the market value. That's what's really cool about her. Mm-hmm. And she's such an idol in so many other ways, having exposed Gulf yes. War Syndrome yes. originally uh, in Beyond Tre- documentaries Beyond Treason and uh, Gulf War Illness yes. Fact or Fiction. Uh, the Department of Defense tried to order her to not continue putting that out, and uh, they couldn't explain why, so she continued putting it out. She's a ha- very brave and very loving person. Yes. We have a call on um, line four. We have Don on the line. Are you, are you talking about uh, chemicals for health? Is that your the line of your program? We're taking selenium and zinc in uh, men's formula one a day and uh, another another prostate support thing. Each one has like 100 percent times three by combining these things. Can I do too much selenium and too much zinc? Yeah, you can. Both of those, sir, are trace minerals uh, to be done just that way in a homeopathic. Uh, the Native American people, uh, the gentlemen, eat pumpkin seeds because it's very rich in zinc, but it's in balance. Yes, selenium, both selenium and zinc, which are trace, if done uh, beyond a trace, you know, amount, you can become get in trouble. toxic. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Don. And and uh, I, I think uh, about a uh, hundred micrograms is is that what you'd recommend of selenium? Per um, day? Hmm. I really like food source. You know, macadamia nuts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you wouldn't go with a supplement, rather? Well, because... I, I would if these things are not available. But in terms of bioavailability, uh, <clears throat> when you go through food source, body recognizes it's in balance. It's absorbed correctly. When you break it out into a supplement, who knows the source, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. You know, that's what um, I've been really trying to get across to people is go back to the basics. Is it better to have seeds that are dried naturally or should they be baked? Well, you know, my Native American friends say they put them out on the rocks and they let the sun do the work. And so it's not like, but yeah, you could put it in the oven at real low, like 200, 250, and, and you know, bake them. And, um, but in my opinion, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, we know as soon as we begin to cook something, things begin to lose value. The enzymes break down, and yes, and we yeah, yeah. The molecules break apart. And, yeah, yeah. But um, 
Sometimes they have different, some certain things, foods have different properties. Well, sometimes it's beneficial, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But the uh, end, I guess, uh, analysis is nothing hotter than the, the sun would do, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out oh, okay. on a rock. And These days it could be pretty hot, but... Um, Mm-hmm. And and I wanted to ask you uh, just in the last moment here. Uh, oh, I guess we're going to have to save that for another time. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you, Doctor Scott. Uh, we all appreciate you and all the work that you've done. Bless you, Chris. Well, thank you so much. And uh, your website. And you too, Dennis. You, thank you. you. Thank you. And take great care, Doctor Scott. Uh, her web- website is is Gwen Scott ND as a naturopathic doctor.com Gwen Scott ND.com This is Chris Steiner you've been listening to Liberation Station website is liberationstation.weebly.com weebly spelled w e e b l y liberationstation.weebly.com You've been listening to Liberation Station thanks for all your participation thanks for making the show such a great show WPAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg, WDCF, Dave City, Zephyr Hills, Wesley Chapel.